everybody, what is up? It is Rico with another day in the podcast with my co-host Jeff. We're gonna be talking today about HBO Max and what it could mean for the streaming uh, streaming and overall the movie industry as they are gonna be releasing their 2021 film slate on HBO Max exclusively with free of charge at no extra cost to subscribers. And we're also going to be talking about the Hawkeye show and whatever else we can think of for today. It's going to be hopefully not too long of an episode, but uh, thank you for stopping by and uh, we hope we can keep you company for today. Jeff? So yeah, so you know, Warner Brother recently announced that for, their 20, for the remaining films, yeah, for they're originally going to come out in 2020, such as Wonder Woman and, um, and Dune. Well, now they're be coming onto HBO the same day as they're supposed to be released, and I think Dune, the release date for June was Dune was October. December, December of this year. But I'm saying that they put it to October of next year. Yeah, so we're gonna be getting yeah. that on HBO Max in October next year, and you know, uh, uh, Warner's uh, Warner Media, they, they said that the plan is just being like a one year experiment. Uh, I guess that was a way for them to kind of calm down theater owners and all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, um, it makes sense. I mean, twenty twenty one with with the with the coronavirus. I mean, I mean, you know, there's a People vaccine that's being there's a few yeah. vaccines being developed, and a lot of them are like in the late stages of being like ready to be pushed out to the public. But you know, yeah, which is great. But a lot of scientists have been saying like we probably won't be able to get back to normal and or at least our normal lives until maybe maybe yeah. like as as late as or as early as super late 2021 so winter of 2021 slash yeah. the beginning of 2022 which is kind of unfortunate to hear but you know i mean getting the vaccine Either soon so who knows maybe, maybe we can accelerate for all of this but yeah i mean i mean this came as a surprise for a lot of people people thought that warner brothers were just gonna keep pushing it just like either keep delaying the movies like sony which you know which kind of sony's kind of been doing but which they might even smart. change that now oh or, yeah you're or, right or, or or team up or partner up with like another streaming service to see if they can release their thing at the same time as the that the theoretical release. But yeah, I mean I was kinda of surprised, you know. I'm not sure what I mean, if dudes come out next year of October, I mean depending how this whole like, like vaccine situation, at least here in the United States, works out, because, you know, uh like you know, things have been we're, we're, pretty different here recently. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like we don't know. I really want to watch Dune on a big screen in theaters. You know, I don't, I don't want to watch on my computer monitor or my phone. Just or, like yeah. those type of movies, I think, are more enjoyable on the bigger screen. But I mean, after all, safety's first, though. So I mean, I have to think about that too. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, what do you think, Rick? Like, oh, like, what are your plan? Like, how do you feel about this? Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I uh, being sequestered here during the pandemic. It's got me thinking about movie, like, you know, like the movie industry, like a lot. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. to my, and then I didn't expect, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't expect the vaccine to be like this, like in late stages in such a, for in like the first, not even a full year after the coronavirus like hit, or at least the coronavirus hit the US. So I was really surprised. I'm not gonna lie, because this is such a unique situation for um, Warner Media and uh, AT&T. Because on, on the one hand, you have, um, you have HBO Max, which is, uh, their streaming service and they had a i would say i wouldn't say it was a great launch because it was kind of confusing for a lot of people on how to receive the streaming service so they have like this they had this money-making machine with the streaming service but they they didn't know how to go about it so they're trying to salvage it but on the other hand you have tentpole films like the dc slate and then the and then dune and then you know um whatever else they were like god is it godzilla i think godzilla i don't remember yeah 
uh, Godzilla and all those other stuff that's going to release. And and then it's being constantly pushed back. Like, what well, we saw with Tenet, right? Like, well, Tenet was, like, made $300 million, like, worldwide. And I'm pretty sure Warner Bros. wasn't happy with that. But at the same time, I, I'm not sure how they aggregate profits, like, on the streaming service. Because, yeah, you're paying for a, a streaming service. But that's not compared to, like, what you would get from a box office haul. So, I don't yes. know why they should really... I Personally, like, for me, I'm totally okay with watching because i love watching films like on the big screen like that's it that's the whole point of the film experience to go watch it on the big screen if i watch it at home that kind of defeats the purpose it's just gonna be like another netflix show to me well, which is not which is but because you know in the theater you're isolated and you're you're stuck there and you have you can't look at your phone because that's just you know that's just bad manners so you're 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 forced to watch the screen and you're supposed to you're supposed to immerse yourself in that experience whereas at home i could just like leave or go to like the bathroom or like eat food or cook while watching movies it's gonna be like a background noise to me i won't be fully invested i would say like most of the time even but i would be invested a large majority if it's particularly interesting to me and i don't know i think this is really bad for theaters because you know like they get they make most of their profits i'm assuming off of commissions and you know renting the film to to release so and then they they make their profits off the box office return so i don't I personally, I guess, like, in concerns like a company, it's good, a good move for the company. They won't, like, I mean, we're, we're not saying Warner Bros. and AT&T. But I don't think they're going to make such a big profit as they would compared to if they released it on the big screen. Like, I like Sony's route. They're they're holding off until it, it comes out, you know, until the, the normalcy is back to full, like, 100%. Or at least a good maybe 75%. I don't know. We, we'll, we'll see. But I guess in the streaming age... You gotta release stuff to make money, like you know. I mean, they tried it with Mulan. Disney was the like, <laughs> I would say, the guinea pig test for it. So, <laughs> so they released Mulan for like thirty bucks. We're just like, oh, heck no, I I won't pay as much for this. But some people did, so it's you know yeah. kind of like, a, it's like a tricky situation. I'm not sure if they released Soul yet on Disney Plus. They might. I, I, I think they I, said they were charge. going to. Yeah, I free a charge. Oh, I'm so, not sure about that. Maybe maybe a free charge. I'm not entirely sure, but I know Mulan is off of premier access now, so you can watch it for free. I'm not advertising mm-hmm. the film. I'm just saying, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like I don't know, cause like I don't know. I watched most of my most of my films on the screen before I actually like have it at home, and it's just such a weird experience, cause I'm gonna like not gonna experience the. Uh, you know, like the audience, the audience reaction and effect that it would have. Like, you know, it's like it's like saying, "Hey, you should watch Harry Potter at home," or "You should watch," or "You should watch um, in- in- Inception at home," mm-hmm. or or Lord of the Rings at home. Right? You're not gonna get the crowd cheers. The or like Star Wars. Like, imagine like watching Star Wars like at home. Like imagine watching um, I don't know, Return of the Jedi, uh, Return of the Jedi or Empire Strikes Back at home. Right? You wouldn't get like. The plot twist and everybody, you would you would just be like oh okay you don't but, get the audio experience yeah we didn't get the full experience of like what the filmmakers want i mean i guess some filmmakers are on board with it if they're planning if they're okay releasing it but i just i'm i'm not against it because i know at the end of the day it's a business but i still for the sake of like you know as a collective of people who enjoy films like i would want to watch it on on the big screen mm-hmm. i mean i just can't like I would watch Wonder Woman on a big screen. I just can't watch it at home. Like, but I mean, if it's if it's gonna come to HBO Max and I have the streaming service by then, I guess I'll watch it. 
And then I guess if Tanette's on there, I'll watch it too, but I won't get that experience of, wow, ooh, amazing. Or like the sound that they want to experience, like a full blast or, you know, like it's, like you remember we watched John Wick like in, in theaters. Like, yeah. Yeah. I imagine watching. Dolby Atmos yeah. and that yeah, was imagine, like, insane. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> watching John Wick 3 at home. Uh, on your phone. <laughs> on your phone. And you're just like, wow, this is amazing. Uh, but it's not like, uh, okay, I guess it's cool. <laughs> it's not, you don't get like the full collective aura that the audience, the rest of the audience gives. But at the same time, you also don't want to catch the collective coronavirus that the audience would give to other yeah. people. Like, that would be bad. Like, I don't, like, no offense. Like, I get that some people, a lot of people are out there doing their due diligence, staying at home. But, you know, what's the old saying? I guess, you know, trust but verify. You can't really be sure with everybody if they're going to ha- like have the coronavirus or if they're going to, you know, stay yeah. safe. And even if you do get tested like the day of and you get the results the day later, you don't know what happens within the interim of the day if you don't self-quarantine. That's true. Or, or all that stuff. So you just you just don't want to like risk it. And I, and I don't know, like, Tanette was, I, I wouldn't say like, I never watched. I haven't watched the full entirety. Of I know we'll talk about that later, Jeff. But I, I haven't watched the full entirety of Tanet, and I didn't feel the full experience. So, and I never felt the full. I would never feel the full experience. So, like, watching it during a pandemic is probably like the worst thing. I'm assuming, and people still do watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, and then you know there was a lockdown that happened again, or like some other places where theaters were available. I'm just like, yeah, it's not worth it. I, I feel bad for, for everybody involved company-wise because, like, they have to make a decision, like, oh, I guess I'm going to have to watch it at home. But it sucks, though, because Godzilla's coming out tomorrow, uh, next next year, too, right? Yeah, imagine watching and, the, the and two like biggest guys. Movie. Yeah, imagine the, watching, the fight, uh, watching Kong versus Godzilla fight each other on your phone. That sucks. <laughs> that just sucks to me. I don't know. It's just, it's just stupid to me. I yeah, like thinking no, about I it. It's just it, stupid, yeah. yeah. And on top of that, I why mean, are you watching Dune? Like, watching Dune, yeah. like, in, on your phone. I'm like, seriously? I get it. Safety's a thing. So I'd rather just wait for it to come out. Push it back as long as you can. Uh, but like, I would I would say. I would recommend. But they also have a streaming service that they need to promote. And, well, I mean, they could promote it with, like, you know, more HBO originals. Like, Chernobyl was good, right? I mean, they, they yeah. had it for HBO Go, right? Was it HBO Go? No, HBO. it was just it was on HBO. Like, it was just the, the channel. Oh, it was on HBO. And right? then so we, I, we I, can yeah. see it on demand, too, on HBO uh, Go or whatever the other one was. Yeah, so I'd rather have... Or HBO like, Now, that's what it, I think that's what it was. I'd rather have more HBO originals on HBO Max, like that are mm-hmm. series or TV series that would promote the streaming service. You know, like kind of what, like kind of what Netflix did, because they didn't use movies to promote. They, they had movies as part of their catalog. Yeah. But it was mostly like, for me... I enjoyed watching Daredevil and all the all the thirteen episode series that they had. Like thirteen reasons why it's first season, <laughs> and uh, you know that's what pulled me in. Not and I I would appreciate HBO originals like that rather than having movies as like your cornerstone of the of the whole service. I don't know what what do you what do you think? I'm still I'm still think I'm still reeling in it. Um, I mean. I preferred. I like seeing some movies in theaters, but I think the reason why Warner Brothers has well, just like two different things. One is an opportunity for Warner Brothers or Warner Me to kind of see how well the streaming service landscape it is. If you release your your premium movies there alongside like a theater release, like would that generate more subscriptions with what the goal of their company is? It is mm-hmm. because you know that's fifteen dollars a month you're paying as opposed to fifteen dollars in, in or certain theater, yeah. yeah. Per movie, which can come out 
any like whatever like maybe like five months later you give them more money and then a lot of people often forget about canceling their subscription or do you just keep it there and then just you know it keeps going 15 each month and you know 15 times 12 you know and then do that math that's how much you can get out of a person if they were to subscribe full year mm-hmm. which is more money you would get from them as opposed to like them paying for like i don't know like at most like three movies a year that would see for for Warner brothers i guess you know and then well, that's their test and then if it does really well i mean then it's a good experience because this is an opportunity you have here because they're not really much at a risk because it doesn't hurt for, it doesn't hurt them at all to go through this route because if it works that's a business model we can start seeing more frequently in the future especially from other studios as well when they start seeing this but if it fails well now they know their answer that theaters are much more it's more reliable in, in, in generating a lot more revenue quickly or for what you want that and also second thing like the Warner Bros already have their slate of films that you know like the like having I think pushing back the 2020 like they have a lot of movies that they release under a year already and then, and then these studios always always have they always plan part like five years ahead right but now with this whole pandemic if they keep pushing the movies back and back it kind of ruins the whole schedule and it, it makes it more a pain for them to deal with because now they have to fix a bunch of releases they have to do a bunch of weird things you know a bunch of you know it's gonna it's gonna end up costing them more money in the long run by push by just pushing the films back as opposed to just release it now and just deal with it now and get and get what you want because you can still sell them like the because because like even, even if people don't watch the movie now they can still do like a re-release in the future and then they'll probably bring more people to the thing and you know with the streaming service there i mean might as well release it there because it is there for a reason and might as well use it right when the opportunity is there so I think it's like it's a really just like a, a big a, kind of like a business move for them that they kind of had to do. I I pretty sure like for Tenet, right, like that that was released in theater and it, it had like strong resistance for them releasing into like a streaming service and they probably saw that and then you saw the report where they didn't get well the it, like their box office return wasn't that great and domestically in the U.S. wasn't that great mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure they thought okay we probably made more money if we just like put it on like HBO Max because then that would driven up the subscriptions and and all. You know, so I kind of see that's how I kind of see it, and I kind of understand why they do this, mm-hmm. and I think and it makes sense too, especially it's just, because maybe for like a movie like Dune, you know, those the, you know those those type of epic movies, you know, that kind of has the whole entire experience in it, as opposed to something like like a Scooby Doo thing or or mm-hmm. another cartoon yeah. movie. You know, it's like I think it's better off. It, it, yeah, it's I just think they're just gonna go bite, biting the bullet right now, do the experiment, and see what happens. And it sucks for theaters too because you know like this whole year has been obviously horrible for them, and then now they're featured. And then we all, like even that with the whole digital thing and streaming, you know, becoming much more pre- prevalent in the past like decade. You know, these theaters always been thinking about okay, what more feature or is is like things like Netflix, like Hulu, and like are those things going to take over our industry and our business, or are we going to go out of business in five, ten years? Like what's happening? And this pandemic kind of accelerated the the answer to that question, mm-hmm. so so it's kind of I feel bad for those people, especially you know those who who worked in in theater like industry for such a long time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that's how I think of it. And I mean if this experiment from Warner Brothers like worked, even though they said it's a one year plan, it's not gonna be a one year plan anymore. It, it like, I mean if you made money and he's like, all right, well it was just an experiment, we're not gonna do it again. 
I think that's like, I mean, a lot of people can be looking at it as a dumb business move, especially, you know, they're a publicly or they're owned by AT&T, which is a public traded, uh, a publicly traded company. I'm pretty sure their stockholders will be pretty upset if one if Warner media decide not to take more money or make more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's how I see it. And other series are probably going to follow suit, too. So, I mean, that's it. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's all I, I have to say. I was going to chime in, like, but I didn't want to, I wanted to let you riff. What I wanted uh-huh. to, what I wanted to say was that also corresponding with the pandemic, I, I'm not going to lie. If I was like a, like a, like at a lower part, I don't know where people are like, you know, because they, you know, money is such a tight thing right now. Yeah. I would not opt for another streaming service, especially yeah. like if I have that's it already as part of like my plan. I'm sorry. If I have it already. Like I would, I would get it. I would, I would keep it mm-hmm. since it's ready there until like my money runs out. But if I don't have it, I'm like okay, because I already have. If I, if I was like the average person, well, the average person who can afford all the streaming services, you'd have yeah. like Netflix, and then you'd have Spotify that has a Hulu, or you'd have, um, and you'd have like HBO Max and and Disney Plus. Like so that's like three, for like SS four, like that's too much. At least I think that's too much to have. In my opinion, and that, and that's and that's if you keep it for the whole year. So, I think I don't know. It's such a risky business model because like they're tentpole films. Like don't get me wrong, I completely agree. Like like films like that you know that aren't gonna do as well in the box office. Like you know, I like would be okay to release on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is fine because they're just like oh you know what here we made this this uh give us more money. But uh like I don't know tentpole films. I'm just super against like having it on the streaming service first. Especially like originals, like Tenet. Like if I imagine that came out on the streaming service, I'd be like, "That's kind of lame." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I mean, I I get it. It's a business, and you know they want to do a business plan. I know this is a big thing because it'll affect not just the movie theaters but the streaming service thing. Because like, how will Netflix complete compete? Because mm-hmm. you know, they, oh, also Amazon. I forgot Amazon. Oh yeah, Amazon, Amazon, TV. Amazon yeah. Prime, which is yeah. another big thing too for exactly. that company. Exactly. So, like, and Amazon Prime, like you said, and it's just, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, it's such a, it's a big domino effect. Like, if it's an isolated thing in Warner Bros. and like Disney doesn't do it, because like I don't think Disney, I, I don't think Disney should release Black Widow on what's it called on Disney, Disney Plus? Plus. No, I don't think they should. But if they are, I'm like, oh well, rip. But if, yeah. but if they, but if they do not, I'm okay with it. Cause like they're temple films, like also with like yeah. Shang Chi or and the uh, the Eternals and you know all the Marvel content because everyone's waiting for Marvel stuff. Like I prefer it not released on it. I prefer mm-hmm. HBO Max to be its own self-contained, isolated incident. Which I think, which I think all the streaming services are gonna wait to see how that does before yeah. they actually follow, rather than just like jump in on the bandwagon too. Because Disney tried and Disney tried and Disney failed, so they're just gonna be like, hey, we're gonna wait a little bit. You know, like gonna let Mando and the disney's uh plus series carry us for a bit and then we'll see how that goes because disney i think to disney disney plus is a side hustle compared to like <laughs> to like, side to like hustle. A, no i think i'm straight up i think disney plus yeah is i mean just, yeah but i think hustle. they also yeah. really believe in it too no no, no like, they believe in it too i'm just saying it i would consider it in the grand scheme of things a side hustle because <laughs> <laughs> they could just put whatever they just put they just put their catalog there and they just release their catalog and they have a dedicated family fan base base on it with like yeah. Marvel fans too and like you know Nat Geo and all that stuff while this Warner Bros is like 
Oh, here's fifteen dollars. We're gonna charge you the same amount as Netflix. <laughs> we have we have our we have a big catalog, but at the same time we also switch out our catalog with other stuff. Meanwhile, Disney stuff is in the house, you know, so they yeah. don't switch around exactly. And they they also have the stuff acquired from like and they and Hulu since Hulu is a part of Disney, they don't really switch around their their, their mm-hmm. content either. Most of the time, they they do yeah. switch around like their <laughs> stuff. Yeah, but I don't know. I I don't. I if you're asking me to get HBO Max this year. Follow uh, next next year. Following like the uh, the release slate, I'll be like, ah, no, I'm good, dude. I'm okay. If the pandemic's like gonna end by like or at least tar- projected to end by like 2021, uh, fall or winter, yeah. I'll be like, you know what? I can't wait. I, I don't, that's too rich for my blood. Fifteen dollars a month. <laughs> like I'm sorry. That's 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 just me. I'm not. I don't want to mm-hmm. influence anyone's opinions here. That's just me because I'm a little stingy with my money. I'd rather put it somewhere else yeah. where I can like have a generate a profit or like at least get something out of it. And I already have all the. I have most of the streaming services. Like, like why would I want to get another streaming service? Yeah, that's but, another thing. A lot of people are gonna like are kind of getting frustrated about because it's starting to become just cable again. Just yeah, it's literally just cable. It's legit. Because you know people. Yeah, because a lot of people have Netflix, Hulu. Amazon Prime, which is part of Amazon, or Amazon Prime Video, which part of Amazon Prime, Amazon like Prime subscription, Prime. and then yeah, and CBS All Access, and then I, Peacock is kind of free, but you know some content, like, I guess their premium content, are be like, behind a paywall. Yeah. So so the NS like what five dollars a month. Quibi got killed, so I guess no one cares about that. <laughs> and then. How do you blow well, like what? How much they blew? Two billion dollars on that? Something like that. They blew, oh yeah, they God. lost a lot of money. They could have gone to like charity or something. Yeah, we're actually like like smaller mo- or like smaller product like indie movies. Honestly, or whatever, they should have just started. It's a company cheap, man. You get more quality. You get more like, content just, out of it. They should have just a twenty four it, man. Start a company yeah. with it, a small company with it. Yeah. For real. They yeah. Just, yeah, but they just they just shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. And then, yeah. So we got those, and then what's um trying to think what are streaming service i guess just just like paramount something paramount plus or whatever it was paramount <laughs> studio has their own thing uh which Sony, is with viacom but i think they're gonna move under c because i think c was all access gonna get a revamped mm-hmm. and become an actual like actually have like not just things from the cbs channel but like have stuff from like other viacom properties like mtv nickelodeon mm-hmm. you know stuff like that and then what's another streaming service that we know of uh sony no oh, I mean, what's sony's thing it's that free that sony crack or something oh but i'm not even so, sure they're gonna use that <laughs> they i i do watch spectacular spider-man on that sometimes okay but, uh, yeah but uh i think but they do have ads they're though, probably gonna so. yeah they're probably gonna yeah. either do their own thing and not call it crackle or whatever it is and then no, I feel like they're gonna there. go under Amazon. Like they're gonna use the streaming service under or Amazon. Or sign up, they, yeah. They, I mean, because they have a bit. partnership with Amazon right now. Yeah, easier for them just to yeah, to yeah. do a partnership with like another streaming service, and then you know, and then just like Disney Plus too as well. So it's like there's a whole bunch of streaming service, and if you add all the costs to it into like a month, yeah, that's a lot. That's just practically cable. But I guess you get the added benefits that. You can watch these things on demand instead of that, instead of waiting for the instead yeah. for a channel to show it live. It's just cable, but more streamlined. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say more streamlined since everything is somewhere else. You have yeah. no idea how many times I spent like looking up where can I watch this online, <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. ah. but um, going back to um, going back to uh, blah, going back to HBO Max and the effect on the industry. Mm-hmm. Most people, most people like surveyed that. Are surveyed that they're not gonna go they're not ready to go back to movie theaters until like six months into 2021 which is like what summer and even yeah. then that's like 
estimated for like some people i don't even know if i'm gonna be like ready to go back until like you know fall like i don't feel ready to go back whatever yeah so i don't know this is a risky move but i think it's uh i hope it's probably gonna be a beneficial one for warner bros since i guess the best time to experiment is releasing a lot of temple films during a pandemic i guess yeah <laughs> i i guess okay that's fine so yeah um anything else you want to say about because nah, nice? we're gonna because i'm gonna segue to that to the little hawkeye tv series for disney plus yeah, go for it, just man. just a little thing because like i'm not gonna talk too much about it i am super hyped that they're shooting same with kamala khan right now mm. with so like i'm just glad like you know they're shooting in new york and i love new york and I, I love, uh, I also confirmed casting for Haley Steinfeld, which I, I love her. I love her music. And I, I hope she's going to be a great Kate Bishop. And I like that Jeremy Renner is, like, still in the MCU. It's great. They're doing, like, a ripoff of Matt Fraction's run, which is, mm-hmm. like, one of the best runs that I've ever read about in comics. And I would love, and I'm going to reread that again soon. And I just can't wait to see how they deal with it, like, post-Endgame. Because we, we don't have Spider-Man content until, like, later this month. That's to be released um, and they just assume that and people are assuming it's gonna be like toby and Tom, and uh, andrew's gonna be in it too i'm just yeah. like oh my god i hope this film doesn't suck <laughs> uh, but but yeah i'm just happy for like the smaller stuff for for mcu so hawkeye wandavision's releasing next year J- january 20 january 15th mm-hmm. after uh i think mandalorian concludes which is like this month right so uh yeah i mean yeah because we're two episodes into mandalorian we're two episodes left it's mandalorian right are we on six yeah two um we finished six six, we finished six six. this friday yeah yeah okay so yeah two more episodes of mando and then just waiting for the disney plus i cannot wait to see how they they push the uh the universe and they're shooting like with really interest they're shooting um in new york right now which is like i think started Mm -hmm. snowing so yeah i just i just i don't know i have nothing else to say other than i can't wait for it it's gonna be great i also can't wait that oscar isaac's also casted as moon knight that's gonna be interesting to see oh that'll be cool to see yeah yeah and he's also casted as solid snake this guy's just this guy's just just killing he's it killing right now it, man. good for yeah, him i don't know i'm glad may 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 i wish all the best for his career and i don't know what else to add to this other than uh i hope that this uh future going forward is a much brighter one given with the vaccine and with you know given with theaters and everything i hope the entertainment media industry isn't like too affected by it by this yeah. experiment i hope that people get to get back to be able to work and do what they love or do what they need to do to like live and yeah i guess there's nothing else to say it's going to be really interesting to see how the hbo max thing goes forward as well as like all the streaming stuff for disney and for netflix and for all the other stuff and how they'll be affected Anything mm-hmm. you want to leave off on, Joe? No, nah, man, I have no, no more comment. We can't say much about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, this was another day in the podcast with Jeff and Rico. And uh, thanks for staying this long. Uh, hope you hear us next time. All right, see ya. See ya. See ya.